0: Welcome to another episode of ARG Presents. I'm your good pal, your good buddy, your bosom chum, Amigo Aaron. Joined by a man who's so vile and random, he can't be managed. I give you the Brent.
1: I've been told that before.
0: Yeah, look how wild you are. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So, if you joined us last week, we spun the wheel, we made the deal, Brent, the exciting deal. And bam, it, it was a different deal, that's for sure. This week, Brent. Wait, we'll you be bammed playing... and nothing happened. Well, I know I haven't bammed it. I haven't bammed it up yet. Oh, but we this week Wait. we'll be playing Bam. Oh, manager games. Now, yes. let me preface this by saying these are non-sport management games. Correct. Which changes the uh, the whole affair, Brent. That's about uh, that half the games, right there. That, uh, yeah, at least, at least. And it's funny. I had to ponder this for a while. Uh, when when it first popped up, and I remember saying, I can't think of any of these. Well, I'm an idiot. There are you actually are, a yeah. million of these uh, that are out there, uh, and and I've even played some over the years. But at the time, it just didn't dawn on me. <clears throat> Is this a area, Brent? That you enjoy this sort of uh, running a, a thing games? I mean, I I like no. well don't hold back dude
1: (laughs) there are so when you have management games that allow you to do other things too yeah uh like for example if here's what we have to determine is sim city a manager game
0: i would say yes okay i would say yes yeah
1: is roller coaster tycoon a manager game
0: i would also say yes i would because See, you're I, running like a and you're you're programming in traffic flows and and uh, power grids and stuff in SimCity and then and then uh roller Co- coaster tycoon you're setting up uh, concessions and so that that I'd say yes absolutely yes a planning. But- if that's the case, then yes, I enjoy management games. Oh, there you go, because I know you're a big fan of those, like, uh,
1: those uh, theme. Really love games. city okay. skylines. I really love uh, uh, the roller coaster tycoon series, though. Although now it's it's squarely shifted to the planet coaster series. Um, so manager games where you have more to do than just manage. Yeah, I, I have a much a much more fun time with.
0: You know, I was trying to think of ma- these sorts of games that I had played. All right. And I came up with a couple that I think sort of fit the bill, right? So, one of which, of course, you mentioned was Sim City, which I've played that one. I've also played Theme Park Tycoon. I guess the Tycoon series would fit Railroad Tycoon, that sort of thing. Uh, one I thought of that I guess would qualify would be Dungeon Keeper. Yeah. That's one I thought of where you have to build, you know, build the dungeon up. Did you ever play that one back in the oh, day? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And I was actually going to pick that one, uh, but I believe that it's been reviewed not by us per se but the the channel at large
0: another one i pondered that i think would have fit this bill uh, would have been any of the sims games those are sort of sim those are you're managing Absolutely. a person's life effectively did you ever get into the sims that much uh
1: no i mean it was kind of fun to make people and kind of torture them but <laughs> the actual gameplay part of it where you just manage someone's life Man, I do well to manage my life, so... Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, what about a game... Now, this was the bane of everyone's existence for a while. What about a game like Farmville? Remember that? That was that Facebook game that everybody played for a while? I mean, you were basically... any of the games where you put together a farm, I guess you could put those in the list, too, right? Yeah, I, now I think we're getting really loose. But, I mean, but, that counts,
1: right? No, I don't think it does. Because, <clears throat> in my opinion, to, to for it to be a management game you have to be able to tell someone else what to do right and in the in those farm sim type games you're doing all the work it, you're not you're not uh telling someone okay you have to manage these crops you have to rotate them i'll set the crops up i'll tell you where they want or i want them to go but you have to actually take care of them that's not done so in my opinion that's not a management game that's why games like sim city are just Barely on the edge of management games because at least there you do set budgets. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you do uh, decide you know where your resources are going, and then someone, the game in generally, takes care of those resources. But I think any game where you're doing all the work, that's not a management game. That's a, you're, that's a simulation game. And I think I there's think, a distinct difference.
0: I think we've actually covered a couple of simulation games on the show, and a couple that come to mind... Were the movies, uh, if you'll recall that one, I think that one would count where you have to make the movies. And I uh, see, all- I think that's more of a management game. Well, no, I'm saying that would count from we could have you, we that one would have yeah. fit this category. Another one would have been a, another game we covered on here was Game Dev Tycoon uh, a while back. And I think that would also, because you're uh, then you're hiring and firing and you're setting up all the games, all that stuff. So I think that one well, would and- <clears throat> Once you set up the game, now when you start that, it's not a,
1: a management game because you're doing everything yourself. But later into the game, you do hire staff you you give the staff things to do. So that I'm completely on board with. I do think that is a management game.
0: Yeah, there you go. So we actually have looked at a few of these things. Where do you do you see God games flying into this? Can we can we put Populous in here?
1: Let's <laughs> see. I, but you've got Goons working for you. Populous <clears throat> runs into the same problem as SimCity type games where you're such the driving force. But with that said, uh I, I would say that Populous is less of a management game and SimCity is more of a god game, but I can see inter
0: twi- switching the categories. There you go. By the way, we we covered Populous too just a few weeks ago on uh, amigos and I was surprised how much I enjoyed it I because I, I, I always hated Populous, and it is kind of fun to uh it's neat to run a a, a you know an area make people do what you want that, that's that's the allure of being the manager, right? Is to make, make, is to have ultimate power. Oh, so that's that's always a good time. Plus, see whatever you're working on grow. So it's always nice. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that other yeah, that, that other thing. thing. See your, see whatever you're working on succeed. So with all that in mind, uh, the Brent, we were tasked with looking for a couple games to try out uh, in the and I, and we both I think wanted to go outside the box a little bit on this one. Because, I mean, yes, you could have picked, uh, We, as we discussed, we could have picked SimCity or something. And I had a bunch of people send me uh, uh, ideas on this. Uh, you know, there are a lot of good ideas. But there, there I went ahead and picked one. This was uh, suggested to me by our good friend, L. Curtis Boyle. Uh, and I went ahead and selected one that I thought was, it sounded interesting, and also i never heard of it. So I, I thought I'd give it a shot. Uh, and so I'll lead the dance this week, if I may, Brent. And the game I chose was, bam, it's Franchise. Yes. On the TRS-80 color computer. Uh, this is a game uh, that will work on any of, the, any of the color computers with 64K of memory and a uh, joystick. Now, I will tell people up front, if they decide to go play Franchise on their color computer, you must have a Black Beauty or analog stick. Uh, the way the menus in this are set up, you can't use the analog to digital converter with the with the Atari stick; it won't work. It also does not support the keyboard. You must have an analog stick. So, <laughs> forewarned, I, and yeah. I think that was a poor choice. Yeah, but uh, this point. was this would have been an, an easy keyboard game. Yeah, there's easy. no reason why you don't use the keyboard in this. But by God, it's requ- a joystick is required. Uh, this game was published in '85. Uh, and it was published by an outfit called Computerware, okay? Pretty generic name. And the author was a fellow named Steve Hartford. He actually wrote this himself and and put it out. So, what is Franchise? It's actually a pretty simple game, but it's got some depth to it. So, in Franchise, you are running a a, a restaurant, right? Pure and simple.
1: A fast food joint.
0: That's right, a, a fast food restaurant. Well, I mean... I suppose if you put enough money in the food, it could be a super, super upper crust fast food facility. If you took, but race. it's always fast food. Yeah. yeah. So and you all you don't get to pick the name any of that stuff. You are you are running Frank's. This is Frank's restaurant. That's what it's called. That's the franchise. So, what are you doing, Frank's? Well, you've been given the task, and it's funny because I only know this because of just what what I can read because it's not mentioned really in the game. You've got three years to, uh, to to develop and own fifteen restaurants. Now they could be any combination of restaurants that you own or restaurants that you franchise. Right? There's a three limit. There's a three year time limit on this. Uh, when you first start the game, uh, it just takes you to a screen that has a picture of the restaurant and then you some options and, and some statistics, and you can go through these things and tweak your restaurants. In terms of their budgets, so what can you do? Uh, you can uh, you can determine the quality of the foods you sell. right? you go to, basically, you go to a screen with like a picture of a farm, and you can and and by that I mean you spend extra money to get better food. So and more the, food. That's right. At the beginning of the game, you you've got the rock bottomest food. <laughs> that's as low as you can go. Uh, you can also go and tweak the various. Uh, Payouts for your workers. Now you've got two separate sections of uh, payout for your your you know hour to hour like scrubs, and then uh, the management can you can set their salary. In the beginning of the game, by the way, I thought it was interesting. Uh, this game starts off in 1986, and the workers are making three thirty five an hour. Now I would not be surprised if that was the minimum wage. That sounds about right <clears throat> back in the day. And even the management are only oh, making like three eighty five. Yeah, you're real screwed, <laughs> you know. But it, it, I'm telling you, I worked back in those days, and when that, that doesn't seem like a lot of money, it wasn't. It was, it was definitely not a lot of money. And the and the minimum wage in right here is just kind of hung around forever. When well, this, you can right the wrongs, and you can you can pay your people whatever you want. But I can tell you right now, you probably don't want to go too much higher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you also can set up your advertising, and you can advertise. And, and again, you're just adjusting your budget. Uh, the amount of money you have budgeted for advertising to uh, uh, up or down to see what you uh, what you want to put into it. And a- each of these screens has a little different picture. Uh, there's you know when you go like I said there's, when you go to the farm that's where you get your food. If you got a little TV set with a little screen on it that shows your restaurants ads, uh, you'll also go to a screen if you want. You can look at what the comp- your competitors are doing. And this is kind of a cute screen where it shows the competitors' logos. Like it's almost like you're looking over a uh, over a bunch of their signs or uh, over a value of their restaurants. And it says what their name are. And then it'll also say what they're spending their money on. How much money is as is Mick Berger, Mr. Burger, spending on advertising. You can tell, and you can sort of try to gauge what you're going to do by what they're doing. Uh, if you want, you don't have to, but if you want to do that, you can, uh, you could also uh, go in and try to sell, Franchises of your restaurant. This is sort of the key element to this game. This is where you make the big money, and also where you build up those restaurants. Uh, The uh, uh, the selling price of your of your franchise is twenty grand. So you could sell it. You could also go to a screen that will individually tell you what all your restaurants are making and how much they're you know how much profit or loss they're making. And on that screen, you have the ability to either start your own franchise that you own or to open or close other or basically close other franchises that are perhaps not performing that well. So and that's pretty much that's that part of the game. It's not it's not that difficult. There's a calendar in the office and every time you finish up and you say continue, the calendar will go up a week and you'll move on. The game does have an interesting twist. Every four weeks you become a worker in the restaurant. Now, this I have to say, when this came up, I was pretty surprised, Brent. I'm sure you were too. There's yeah. an overhead view of a restaurant, and people will come in and order. It's always three customers, and they always have these long uh, orders. Well, not always. The funny thing is, your restaurant is pretty. They're pretty narrow on their offerings. Uh, You can sell hot dogs, hamburgers, fries, and soda. That's it. That's (laughs) everything they sell at the restaurant. So, uh, and on this screen, uh, the the patron will come in. They'll ask. They'll be like, "I need three hamburgers, four orders of fries, and two drinks and a hot dog." And so you've got to go over to these separate areas and get their food and go up and rig them up. You know, it's not complicated. It's just like almost stick figurey. But the funny thing is, and I learned this uh, over the as I played this because I went through this thing for a long time. I played w- almost two years. If if you've skimped on your help, like you're not paying them that much, they what happens is you've got a little guy that will come by and they restock all your stuff. They go, they come around, and so what can happen is if they're if you're not doing too good on paying these guys, they don't come around as much. So you can get to the point where the food's not there, and so. <laughs> There's so. did you ever happen to you, Brent, where they, they, were, they were waiting for like pop or something. There were no pops. And you were, and there's a time limit. You run out of time. I I, I skimped on my food
1: budget so much <laughs> that I produced no food. So <laughs> the people came to the restaurant. I was just like, I got nothing, man.
0: Why didn't you go so cheap on your food? You cheap <laughs> Well,
1: the here's the thing. The very first time I played the game, right? I loaded up. I, I sort of know what I'm getting into, because I saw I, I watched the video, yeah. uh, but I, I had no idea what choices actually meant what. So I start up, the first thing I do is sell my franchise game over. What? <laughs> was it. What the heck were you thinking? <laughs> I was like, huh, sell a franchise, surely it won't let me do this. It was like, all right, you sold your franchise, now you're bankrupt. I was like, oh, <laughs> crap.
0: <laughs> well done. You had to kick the tires on this game, didn't you? <laughs> That's good. Well, the the restaurant serving screen is odd. I will say that <laughs> it's an odd one. It's a good breakup, though. <clears throat> it I, is. I,
1: I I liked it.
0: So that is the game. I mean, there, there's not. It's not like there any other. What you do basically, you're trying to find strike a balance between costs and earnings. You know, and you've got to keep an eye on your other restaurants. It wasn't you... difficult to sell that first franchise it is not easy to keep selling them They're the because you have to be doing, you have to be earning quite well. I ended up, I was profitable, you know, but I mean, and the thing is you can be unprofitable real quick. If you decide, Hey, I'm going to put two $2,000 in advertising. Uh, you can, and, and you're, and your you know, your uh, uh, net profit after, after all expenses is, is, uh, uh, Twenty one hundred bucks. Well, you're down to a hundred bucks. You're boned. You know you've yeah. got to be real careful, and you got to monitor what you've got and, and coming in and, and going out. Occasionally, you could get in trouble. Uh, uh, all the time, in fact, the number one thing that would happen is that the FDA would come in or whoever the, the health inspectors would shut your restaurant down because the food was so bad. Food, <laughs> and, yeah, poor food so, quality. Yeah, so they'll do one of two things that I saw, and you may have seen other stuff. They'll either fine you. Or they'll straight up shut your restaurant down, and, which that happened. Both those things happened to me, and I thought huh. I was doing pretty good with the food. I mean, heck, you you sound like a real tyrant with your food. I was trying to make quality food, but the problem is food's a big expenditure, and so yeah. you know, it, you you can't go crazy with it. I mean, you could have the ultimate restaurant, but it, it'd be like uh, the Homer Simpson where he was the ultimate garbage man for a day. Yeah, because your your restaurant would just would just tank, and that would be the end of it, did you use the screen with your competitors as a guide at all, or did you just ignore that? I, I did. I knew I could never live up to the
1: standards of uh, McBurger, but I felt confident I could overtake the taco place. Yeah. So whatever they were advertising, I would advertise a hundred dollars more. Now, did that actually do anything? No, but it made me feel good. How, so. Did you?
0: Did you? Were you profitable when you played this? Did you? Could you go for a while? I went for
1: a while, uh, but once I started my downward spiral, it was it. That was it. I couldn't
0: recover. I should I mention there there are also I, there are also different I, levels of play in this. You yeah. can play as beginner, medium, or expert. I played as beginner.
1: I, I, I went medium. I middle of the road. Yeah. And like I said, I was doing well. I was making money, and then I, something happened, and I started downward turning, and I could not recover. So I'm guessing I I went too fast in the beginning and kind of screwed myself that way. Yeah. Um but I I enjoyed the game unfortunately and, and this is this is so bad. The controls in this game are just the dirt worst. Well, they are absolutely horrible. And that takes what should be a fun and fairly relaxing experience and makes the game just more of a chore. And that's
0: so unfortunate. Well, you Did can, you have you the
1: same similar issues with the well, controls?
0: Listen, when I tried to play this, because I used a real Coco here, as, right. I, as I want to do. So, when I first loaded it up, the colors were wrong, so I had to reboot it with the colors F1 pushed down. Yeah. Then I booted it up, and the joy I had my joystick in, in the wrong port, and then I booted it up, and I put the joystick in the wrong port, but it wouldn't, it, it didn't, I couldn't use the Atari joystick, so then I booted it up with the Black Beauty, okay? Now, the Black Beauties, and I should hear, I'll put one up here on still store here. Let me, let me zoom in on me. These things if you've ever used at a cocoa joystick. This is what they look like right here. If you're watching at home, they're as plain Jane as you could possibly be. And the, and you'll notice that the joystick part of this the, doesn't bounce back. There's they're straight up analog. Yo, and they get the one button. And so this game was made for a joystick like this. Cause you, the way you go down through the menus is you scroll down just by kind of moving it just a little bit downward. If you've got these joysticks, you're okay. You know it's okay, but I don't believe you. What? No, I mean it's it's. Here's the problem. There are areas of this. I mean, it's just like a lot of games. You could hit the wrong button, but but, I mean because you it it it, they overcomplicate the controls because you have to be precise when you move up and down the line. So I'm not I'm not glorifying them. I'm saying it's not the best idea. Plus on, on on one screen, you can continue. You can start a new game or you can quit. And they're all three in a row. So you've got to be real careful about what and, you're getting. <laughs> and that's every
1: week. Every yeah. week, you ha- that screen pops up it, it, as part of the gameplay. Now, my problem was simple things like adjusting salaries yes. or... <clears throat> ad revenue or whatever. Difficult, yes. It, you would overshoot your number and then have to go back and you'd overshoot it the other way. And It gets got to the point where I was just like, all right, it, it's close enough. Yeah. And that probably was, my, was at least a contributor to my downfall. You're... And it's unfortunate because if this was keyboard,
0: it would have been absolutely fine. Yeah. I, I would recommend, this is one you're going to want to emulate, and you're going to want to rig up an analog controller as your arrow keys. I know it's a pain in the butt, but you can do it. And then play it that way. Because this, you're right. I mean, listen, you're dead on. The controls on this are, they hold this game back. And who to yeah. thunk it? A game like this with control issues? What the? <laughs> nonsensical. Well, totally I... nonsensical. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Uh, ironically that seems to be our theme for this week but we'll get to that later yeah
0: yeah you ain't kidding there so overall though this was a pleasant surprise like i said i'd not heard of this one and i i enjoyed it for what it was uh but it what it was was some weird crazy uh, uh, an odd game with bad
1: controls yeah i i can't recommend this solely for the control issue but if if you like management games simple management games because this is simple i agree uh, w- that has a fun little action part well action in huge quotes uh, <laughs> you know a- and you're willing to rig up better controls uh which i never got to work by the way i but uh i just can't recommend it as is did it, you... and it's unfortunate because the game is actually kind of fun yeah
0: but it's a unique game for the coco did you when you were playing in a restaurant level, did you ever have any trouble running out of, with running out of time? Oh yeah, because the controls are so bad. Yeah, I, I, I thought that actually was the best part, of controlling part of the whole game. I also have to note because I, I mean, I thought about this to myself that your restaurant has a long, narrow hallway, single file hallway that goes in and out the door. This is a fire hazard. I assure yeah. you, I would not. I would recommend putting at least two two hallways in. I don't know where this thing goes. It's almost like they built this burger joint to speakeasy. You know, well, it's like also.
1: You've got tables that no one ever uses. No one ever sets at them. No one ever eats in the restaurant. Yeah, they yeah. food and they're getting out.
0: They take it to go. It's,
1: apparently, this is set during the pandemic. That's pretty... That's forward yeah. thinking by the developer.
0: I do like the fact that you have that calendar in the back, so every turn is like a week. And if you get far enough into it, like... <clears throat> for example, I had one date fall on October 31st, and the game wished me a happy Halloween. So that yeah, was, it, puts a thought it wish, into yeah. that.
1: Uh, a uh, uh, happy Valentine's Day as well.
0: Yeah, so that's... I mean, that's it's a little more attention than you would expect from getting no, like No, there's this. a ton of detail yeah. in this. Like, yeah. and,
1: and, you know, it, the taco place and the other burger chain are, uh, you know, real-life restaurants with yeah. the please-don't-sue-me twist. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Everything is so uh, well thought out. A- and then the controls just are brutal. They're yeah. brutal.
0: I will say, if you can get past the controls, and you're like me, and you're not really into these sorts of games, this is a good game, because it's not mega deep, but there's enough depth there to feel like you're doing something. That's the way yeah. I look at it. So there you go. That's Franchise for the Coco. <laughs> I didn't get any reviews on this. We didn't get any Discord on it. And you wouldn't expect to see any reviews, uh, because most of the time uh, on these games, they might just have a little workup in the magazine, but they didn't really do reviews on them. So there you go. So... That was my uh, entry, uh, Brentster. What did you have on offer this week? I went a far more complicated throw, just no
1: idea what I was doing, and I went to the Super Nintendo and picked up AeroBiz. And it's very important that we do not believe that this is AeroBiz Supersonic, which was the sequel to AeroBiz. I went all the way back to the beginning and the first game of the series, AeroBiz. Holy moly. This is both deep and shallow at the same time. It's amazing. Uh, this actually came out on multiple platforms. Uh, really? The, yeah. The X68000, the Genesis, the Super Nintendo, uh, the the PC98, and the FM Towns. Aaron, if you ever want to go back and load it up on there.
0: No, never. I never want to do that. <laughs> uh,
1: this came out, depending on what... Part of the world you're in, uh, Japan came out mostly in '92, and then North America got a little bit of '93 action. Arabiz is you are the CEO of a up-and-coming airport industry, and you start the game out. You name your your company, and this is a multiplayer game. Uh, you always have to play against three other airlines. And those three other airlines can actually be controlled by other people. So you can do this in a round robin, take your turn, pass the controller to another player, and have up to four players. Very, very rare in management games uh, are they multiplayer, but this one absolutely is. And and while I think it would be very uh, dull and boring when it's not your turn, I yeah. can absolutely see a group of people sitting around just chatting, kind of playing this in the background, I think it would be great for that. I think so this would be you... better
0: to I think this would be better to play like what well, this you know the ones where you do, take your turn and you email the guy it's his turn. Yes. It, that would be a lot better because these turns could go on forever. That's why I'd be like, yeah. man, you're yeah. Yeah. Turns stupid. can be very
1: long. Or very short. I mean sometimes you you have very little to do and you yeah. just click next. Uh so how much control does it give you over your airplane business? Tons. It allows <laughs> you uh First, you name your your uh, company and then you choose what city you want to start in. And there are a fair amount of cities around the world, uh, you know, <clears throat> places in Russia, places in Japan, places all over the globe, all of the major continents you can start an airport in. You New also York pick your California. era. Huh? Your era, too. Like That's what correct. Era? Yeah. yeah. There are two scenarios to play through. I was going to get to that a little bit later, but I'll go ahead and mention it now. There are two scenarios to play through. You can start in 1963 and and play that way, or you can start in 1983 and play that way, and it plays for 30 years. Uh, 32 years, I guess, if you want to be technical. And during that time, the airplanes, you know, evolve. Obviously, you're not flying around in uh, super jumbo jets back in the uh, 60s. So you have kind of an evolution as well. Uh, so you pick your starting city, and this is your hub. This is where your main uh, Air Force is located. And it shows you how many planes you have currently. And from there, you, have, you already have access to some other routes. And what that means is you can tell a plane to go from the city you're starting in to a city somewhere else in the globe. Usually it is... Uh, either on the same continent or just over the ocean. Uh, and you can have your people go out and talk to other airports and have them negotiate to open up places for you to land your planes there. And that is the goal of the game. Uh, you want to get ports in at least 22 cities, stay profitable, And have a X amount of passengers depending on what difficulty level you are playing at. So as that is, that opens up a lot of replayability. Because you can start in a different city, uh, which opens up all different routes that you start with and that kind of thing. But the game goes a lot farther than that. Because it also allows you to build hotels and shuttle services in the places where you have airports. And what that does is when you, you know, you're flying to these places and then the people state your hotels and you can advertise your hotels, everything that branches in this game gets a little bit deeper than this step before. What rounds all of this off to be this incredible game is world events happen in the game. The Olympics take place, yeah. the Cold War ends, uh, you know, all these different real-life events that would affect air travel happen. And depending on what era you start in will de- will depend on what era uh, you have to fight with. For an example, you can make the game really hard on yourself, start in 1963, and then start in Russia. Well, Russia will only let you buy Russian planes. So when you go to the marketplace, you have you can't go to... You know, you can't go to the Boeings of the world or something like that. You have to buy Russian-made aircraft. Depth like that is it's incredible. Incredible how replay uh the replayability of this game. Because it all depends on where you start and where you branch out to is what you do. You can also buy stock in other uh companies, not the four major brands that you're fighting against, but little companies a uh, little like, a, you know, just one route or two route companies. And if you own 51% of them, you actually take them over and they integrate into your mass conglomerate of planes. Aaron, did you, were you able to figure all this out or did you just kind of fumble around like an idiot for
0: several hours? No, well, both. Uh, <laughs> I did both. So I started my, and I, I played one scenario and I stuck with one country every time. I always played out of Australia cuz I thought that would be the easiest place that's to That's a horrible idea. Well, no, I need it. Listen, I didn't think it was great for winning the game, but to Larry. That's good. Because you know. <laughs> and so, the one thing I noticed is that you're you're you've when you talk when you're in the game and you're talking to your management, you've got a, like a, your sub geek that will tell you what's going on and the sub geeks yeah. are different depending on where I mean that's pretty cool. Absolutely. You know, every little city has their own little like icon has like one of their you know whatever their thing is, like you have a Eiffel Tower or the Statue of Liberty, which is neat. A little background graph, right? I like the little touches like that. Every area you have different planes, like you said. That's that's which is cool. And so when you start off, the the guy says, "Listen, he goes, we're starting, we're starting an, a, a new airline here. If we go into the red, we're bowed. You can never <laughs> go into the red." And so right away, you're like, "Uh oh, <laughs> that don't sound too good." And so. You start off by like the first thing I did, man, was just I looked over the menus. I was like, okay, we got to have some routes. So the first thing I did was start building my routes. So where can I go? You know, well, I could go to Hong Kong. I could go to, uh, you know, I could go to Japan. You know, well, because I and I could get there. But then some places you have to negotiate for a slot. So then you've got your, so you go to like a boardroom where you've and everyone there will say, okay, here's some, here's what we suggest you do. It's like to help you. And then you've got a staff of geeks. You're like, okay. Geek one, you needed to go negotiate with Hawaii. It's the first point. I was like, okay, I can make some money going to Hawaii. And a geek two, I need you to negotiate with L.A. because I want to build a, I want to build a route from Australia to Hawaii to L.A. You know, so I could get into continental America. And they go in, and they could take, like I said, up to six months to negotiate, but eventually yeah. you work out a deal. You have to pay, of course. Don't think you don't pay. And then you can, uh, uh and then you can fly. Then you have to. Not only are you picking where you're going to go and what you're gonna fly but you got to pick how many planes you're gonna to dedicate to the route you're gonna you have to pick how many times you take that route in a week and you also have to pick how much the tickets are for the route yep you know you've got to do advertising and you pick the route you're gonna what are you gonna advertise you're gonna advertise your your airline your the routes you've got you've got different choices of what you can advertise this game is deep brother i can tell you that right now i mean it, it's shallowly deep i mean it's it's yeah this is a, a it's it's funny it's sort of similar to franchise, in, a, in, a, in like a 50 times more intricate but you're on yeah. this main screen you sort of do your business it's the same thing advertising it's very similar in a lot of ways uh, to franchise uh, but the it's the you know, something else I like is they'll have little cutscenes. So like when you at when you uh make a new route route, you'll see your plane it'll be like duh, 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 big fanfare and your plane'll zoom into that country and it'll be yeah. like, We're going to Thailand or whatever. And the plane will land the,
1: like a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> played
0: the plane. Uh, they they did they use the super, that that's uh special technique? I couldn't tell if they were using it or not. The uh you know the seven? Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: they <laughs> I mean, were. It,
0: it was the least attractive use of mode seven to get these things done. Something else you got to get used to in this game. It's like, I hope you like music because yeah, <laughs> because there's a theme and that theme is relentless. Now it will get broken up for the fanfare or some other stuff occasionally, but I mean, that, that did get old. I will say that I like the thing. I like the idea that uh, uh, world events like the, for example, they had the uh, Olympics in Vancouver, like the second year I was running the airline. So you've got to get your dudes, uh, you've got to get some action. It's Vancouver. Well, you can't just fly to Vancouver from Australia. I can tell you, the Olympics had no bearing on my on my path because there was no way I could make that happen. But still, it's neat that those world events happen. That makes it more fun. Yeah. So I like that. I like after the round, it tells you who's winning the game, and if you're winning, it shows you this screen of cheerleaders. I don't know, for some yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> don't know why. <laughs> that was good. And so, but your staff is real happy with you. And they're also, you can tell their emotions. Like if they're happy, they look pretty happy. Like the guy had was this bald dude. And he was usually pretty serious, but occasionally he'd be real happy. And then when you did something bad, he'd be like, he was, the furrow was brown, like, no, bad. You yeah. know, so, so there was a lot going on. I did pretty good for a while, you know, but this one it just, you know, bring yourself a, a pack lunch because this thing is pretty slow. To, to get through. These turns take forever. Well, uh, man. I mean,
1: th- the, yes, they are slow, but you I feel like I was accomplishing thing most of the time.
0: There well, you were can't times skip through was... the menus. You can't skip through the dialogue. It, 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 you have to watch it. And it's just I hate that. I hate the fact that they oh, won't let I, skip through I never thought any that.
1: menu or dialogue or graphical you know, the Mode 7 where it's taking that flat pe- plane and r- rotating the background and f- Around, I
0: never thought those were too long. No, those are okay. But I'm just talking about like when your guy comes up and says something you've seen a million times. Okay, this is where you need to make a route. Well, you like, can I don't,
1: speed up the dialogue.
0: It's I don't. I want to. I want to hit start. I want the dialogue to just appear. I don't know what it is about the Super Nintendo and having having the dialogue come out like that. I hate it. No, but
1: you can. Yeah, you could. It wouldn't work for me. I hit start,
0: and then they didn't. I want it just to appear. I don't want to be slightly faster. Well, I I I thought whipping to the whipping to the What a a horrible complaint! Listen, whipping to the menus is slow. I'm just calling it like it is. So let's
1: talk about what was really wrong with the game, because that wasn't it. No, Uh, that's not it. Again, this is a game that demands mouse control on a system, at least for the Super Nintendo, that does not have mouse control. And not only does it not have mouse control, but it doesn't have analog control. So you are digitally moving your mouse around the screen for a large portion of the game, trying, usually in vain, to land on the city or option that you want to hit. And that's unfortunate, because I'm sure on the uh, you know the X86000 or... One of the other computer-based systems, that wouldn't have been a problem, and I, I wouldn't have to be angry about it. But uh, for where I played it, which was the Super NES, it was abysmal because the mouse, the, the pointer does not snap at all to the, to where you're trying to go. I think a much <laughs> better solution would have been just hit up, down, left, right, and it bounces to the next place. Yes, And yes. maybe hold a button that would allow you to free move it. Uh, but as is, again, c- control issues in a game like this, in my opinion, is inexcusable. Yeah. Uh, I, the 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 meat of the game, getting your air, because mm-hmm. you buy planes, you buy hotels, you buy, you know, property, you get into all these other airports, you feel like you're expanding, you're making meaningful choices, uh, because you don't want a, a plane... That can fly eight thousand miles to go on a one thousand mile route. You're just wasting fuel. You know all those kind of things. You learn as you go, and and it feels like you're making meaningful decisions. But when you're using this little mouse pointer to do so much of this work, uh, it really cuts down on the game, the the fun of the game, the meat of the game. Now, all that said, uh, I really. Enjoyed this. Uh, I pl- I never played the full thirty two years. I would normally go bankrupt before then because I would almost always make some horrible decision, which usually involved buying planes. And I would I would buy too many of the big planes, and then wouldn't have the routes to put them into. And I would start losing money, so I'd
0: start up in ticket prices, and then it would all fall apart. Yeah, this is not a game where you just hop in and you're like suddenly you're great. I mean, you're going to do no, a lot of trial and you're going to learn. Yeah yeah,
1: uh, But know. that's good. I like that about a game. Yeah. <clears throat> I like feeling like I'm making progress and learning. So, when I found out that the sequel to this, and I, I did not play it, but I want to touch on it, Aerobiz Supersonic apparently is such a monumental leap for the series at, that no one ever talks about this game. They always talk about uh, supersonic. So I will eventually go and take a look at supersonic because it appears to fix a lot of the problems that I have with this game. Uh, and did you look at supersonic at all or did you even know it existed?
0: No, I didn't know it existed. I didn't look at it. I never look at these things. I don't, I try not to look at them cause I'm always going to look at them somewhere in the line. Uh, you know, getting back to what you're talking about the controls, Again, it's it is funny. Here we are, two games that are completely a non-action packed, that have control problems. And you're right; they're really. I didn't think the controls were that bad until you tried to go in that global map, and then they became a much bigger pain in the butt. You're right; you would flip to the wrong area. It did it didn't work well, uh, and the, the menus. I will say that, uh, this on a PC, like with drop-down menus, would be ideal. Sort of like yeah. a like a civilization like that. I mean. This game would flourish. I mean, if they've almost got them, okay? I mean, effectively, mm. the, the Super Nintendo, not the, really, the medium for a game like this. And the sad thing is, this is that one of those games that you never knew you wanted, uh, but once you start playing it, you're like, hey, this is kind of neat because you're making roots. The way it's structured, I will say, they do help you early on to try to get your footing, you know, and you and and to see where you need your roots to go. But a lot of it's sort of self-explanatory. I enjoyed it. Stuff like setting the the fares and stuff like they give you an idea of what you should do, you know. But and you try to you tweak them, try to make some money. But I I, enjoy, I really did think that was kind of fun. I like that in the same way I would enjoy like making my own train routes and stuff. So I I thought that this game I was like when you picked it I'm like oh my god. And I'm not gonna lie when I first loaded up and saw that main menu and it's all picture based. I'm like oh geez we're I'm gonna this is gonna suck. But it's I will say they do a good job. It all becomes pretty obvious pretty quick. And then you can get in there and have some fun. I don't like now, stuff Aaron, it gets too I have something to tell you. Yeah. They actually
1: remade this game for the Sony PlayStation, the Sega Saturn, and Windows PC. Oh, okay. It's a game called Air Management 96. Yeah. However, that game, that name sucks. It is Japanese only. Oh, don't. So, lead me uh, on there. One other thing I want to mention about this game before we ra- start to wrap it up here. Uh, This has the longest unskippable intro of copyright notifications I have ever seen in a game. Yeah, yeah
0: it does. 42
1: (laughs) seconds of unskippable copyright notifications. Holy cow. I know they have to do it. I know that, you know, that's just the way it is, but it sucked.
0: A lot of it's like, these planes aren't real, and it would list all the no. different numbers. It was <laughs> like, no, these planes, because all the planes are real. Well, I mean, but it would, the, A lot of it would just have, it would be like, they would individually list every plane, and yes. they individually list every city. It's like, I guess well, they were it, worried all to death to get sued. All the planes, you know,
1: Boeing, and it has all the planes that Boeing made, Yeah, and then it'd go to the next company and have all the, the planes that company made, and the tech, it was like, Seven screens of it, or something ridiculous. Yeah, it, but I, I timed it. it; it was over forty seconds from yeah. turning the machine on to being able to hit start. It that's crazy. Uh, just for the curious out there, this is very obtainable uh, on on the old eBay auction sites. Uh, carts, loose carts, will go as low as you know twenty five bucks, and you can get the full package for around a hundred bucks, depending on what kind of system you're trying to buy it for consoles. you know, is all I ever saw up. So very obtainable. If you want to check this out, I, if this sounds interesting to you in the least, I do recommend it. Yes. The controls are a little fiddly, but it is something you can overcome. Uh, do understand that when you're adjusting things like prices, you can hold down a button and instead of going dollar by dollar, it goes, you know, uh, $25 Twenty five dollars at a time, which makes that a lot better. Yeah, man, I, I I would recommend this as a a management game.
0: I had a lot of fun with my time with it. I was very replayable. A lot of our listeners aren't the biggest fans of the Super Nintendo, all right, and which is fine. But if you're if you're not a big Super Nintendo fan, this might be a game that you might enjoy because it's totally a different sort of game that you would expect to find on the on this on the SNES. And, uh, and you know me i'm pretty I, I don't like to play games like this all that much but i really i actually had a good time with my when i with the time i spent with this yeah it's just an intriguing concept it is and, and it's presented in a way that it's real fresh like it's almost like a wide-eyed child like look it's it's air flight we're going for it we're starting our own corporation yay you know that kind of thing it's real Which is, I don't think it's really like that, but that's the way I envision corporations starting. (laughs) You know, we can make some money and have some fun, you know, that sort of thing.
1: Also, if if I actually had as much money as these people start with, I would never open an airline. I would just go and retire. Yeah. Because you start with millions upon millions of dollars. Did this
0: support any sort of uh, SNES mouse peripheral? No, it does not have mouse support. Well, there you go. That's it. That's the end of that chapter, then, ain't it? Well, hey... As we bid to do to our management games, uh, please put your seats in their upright position as we spin the wheel, Brent. The wheel. Here we go.
1: Wait, I'm still trying to get to my upright position. No, no, no. Oh, all right, fine. No, Brent. In your case, take I'm your reclining again. Off. Then Screw take your
0: seatbelt off, Brent, and dance around the <laughs> dance around the future lines. So, Brent, this week we have added. Uh, uh, it's a throwback from our first Thanksgiving that we never had a full show on. It's modern 8-bit, Brent. This was a piece suggested by our good pal Pack Billy a couple years ago. Yeah. And then we've also added as our retro rewind pieces with the Odyssey 2, because you can't ever have enough Odyssey 2 in your Ooh. life. That's the way I look at it. All right, are you ready, to Brent? I am.
1: How about you spin us up uh, some chat choice?
0: Yes, master. I will. I will attempt to do that. Here we go. Uh. That's the official noise of spinning the wheel. And we have the winner is I ain't chat joy. Animal Protagonist. This is a this was a piece suggested by our good pal Jason Warns. He's a hoser, but he's a good guy. Animal protagonist, bro. What do you make of that one?
1: Well, that's pretty straightforward, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you name off the top of your head some games that would fit this bill? Bugs Bunny, okay. There any you of the go. Bugs
1: Bunny games.
0: So animal protagonist next week. Uh, Star Fox. All right. So any game that has an animal running the show, uh, on this one. Yep. Sonic. We got. We got plenty to choose from, Brent. Now, do, do you want to put any of your official, uh, like Brent limitations on this one? He's pondering. You no, know, I, I.
1: I'm trying to think. No, no, I think this will, this category will stand on its own. There
0: you go. We're getting, the the chat are just throwing games out here. Sonic, Goose Games, Super Frog, Pingo, Moose Games, (laughs) Bubsy, there's tons, James (laughs) Pond. There's a, there's a glorious plethora of games to choose from. Brent, do you have any announcements you want to make before we move on down the line here? Since we're closing this sucker down. No, except. I I actually have Happy
1: Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Yes. Uh. You, you guys keep the world spinning. We are simply getting in your way. You think there's so, a lot of moms that listen to the
0: show, Brent? I, I know there's at least one. So oh, yeah? Oh, there you go. Well, I hope it's not ours. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> <it> was... <laughs> I would like to... Uh, I've got a couple things I want to talk about real quick, uh, The Brent.
1: Happy Mother's Day to my lovely wife, by the way.
0: Yes, yeah, very good. And my, and, my, and my mom and Tree and everyone else. Uh, have a glorious Mother's Day. Uh, if you are uh, listening to this uh, r- this week... Uh, which is the week of uh, May the ninth? We are just a few days away—five short days away—from Amigos episode 300. Brent, you, as an amigo yourself, fill in amigo, drop in amigo. Uh, you must be excited for the 300th episode of the Amigos Everything Amiga podcast. Uh, this will be uh, will be as usual, recording live, Brent, on Friday. Uh, this coming Friday, in fact, at 5 o'clock p.m. It should be a happening. Uh, that is Friday, May 14th. Uh, the boat will be here live, in studio live. We haven't been together for a show for over a year, Brent, but by God, we're putting it down. We're going to show a bunch of crazy, wacky clips. We're going to have some trivia. We're going to have some fun. I think, I think Boat's got some stuff to give away. And we're going to take a uh, wacky uh, jaunt down memory lane. To see all the stupid crap we did, I have found footage that's never been seen before, Brent, including the infamous uh, 100th episode party that we had to refilm, and you were at that one, I might add. <laughs> so we've I've broke that out. I've also got the infamous uh, our uh, uh, me and boat film an apology to the Discord video that's ne- never been seen in public. I've got <laughs> I've got a huge I've got a huge uh. uh amalgamation of boat songs to play for everyone. So this is going to be something you probably know. Well, I'm yet. out. <laughs> there you go. We did some live, we did, did some on, uh, live on-site shooting uh, this week. So this should be a lot of fun. Uh, we would love it if you would join us. Something else I want to mention that, uh, and just a, a little tip of the iceberg here, but, uh, you know, July is only a few months away, Brent. You know what July brings with it? It brings the Amigathon, uh, And we're going to be back this year uh, Amigathon uh, 2021, it should be a happening, a big-time happening this year, Brent. We've got some exciting announcements, and I'm telling you, I- I'm real excited about this one. I think this is going to be uh, a, a big-time deal this year. I'm looking forward to it. So if you uh, if you feel so inclined, uh, join us for Amigos 300, and stay tuned for some exclusive information about the Amigathon 2021. And with that, Brent, we'll take it to the house. Good job, my friend. We'll be back next week with some animal protagonists. And until then, go manage something. Thanks for
1: joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Hello to our YouTube subscribers and our Twitch followers. A special thank you to Duncan Styles for our vector graphics and Bartbit for an amazing closing theme. Want to help keep ARG spinning for as little as a dollar a month? You can do so at our new Patreon at patreon.com slash ARG presents just like these fine folks. Graham W. Vetkey, Rollo Olaf Hope, Anthony Jarvis, Terry Howard, Gary Heather, John Schaller, The Solo Frodo NL, Steve Rapnason, Bernhard Lucas, Chris Folds, Nitsuyama, Jason Warren, Rob Flack O'Hara, Andy Craig, Dave Velociraptor, Retroology, Hermsky, John Dykman, Jerry Dennington, Z9K9, and Mr. B. Don't want to explain another credit card bill? That's okay, too. You can help us out by leaving us a positive review on Spotify or Apple iTunes. Have an idea for a wheel piece? Email it to us at argpresents at mail.com. We film live every Sunday, 10 a.m. EDT on Twitch. Hope to see you there.